and you can find a single family home that has a basement apartment with a separate entrance. And all of a sudden you're still living almost exactly the way you would if you were to buy your own home, but you have some supplemental income that's, that's, that's helping to pay uh, the mortgage. Welcome to the Break Free Real Estate Podcast, your daily guide to financial freedom through real estate. I'm your host, Jocelyn Kaufman, and I'm here today with my co-host, David Robinson. And today, David and I are going to be talking about the magic of mother-in-law houses. So David, you're a realtor here in Utah. So tell me, do you work with a lot of clients who end up buying mother-in-law houses or are looking for mother-in-law houses? Well, uh, my emphasis is mainly on small commercial multifamily property, but we do help clients buy duplexes and fourplexes. And part of that is, especially if it's a first-time investor or a first-time home buyer, then we do end up working with clients that are looking to buy. They want to buy a duplex, but it makes the most sense for them to start with a single-family home with a mother-in-law apartment. And I think that there's some distinction that people need to understand, at least in Utah. So I'll explain it from a, from a Utah perspective. You have you have legal duplexes, you have legal accessory apartments, and then you have mother-in-law apartments. So just to add some clarity on what the difference is, you have a legal duplex can be rented to two unrelated parties. Okay, so each unit can be uh, rented to, to an unrelated party. Uh, a legal accessory can needs to be occupied by the owner of one of the units and then the other unit can be legally rented out to a third party and lastly the mother-in-law is technically just that technically it should be uh, occupied by the owner and can only be rented to a related party and from a very technical perspective it can't even be rented out uh, it can just be used. That being said, it's very common for owners of homes that have a mother-in-law apartment to rent that out to an unrelated third party. You just got to know that you know there's a chance that the city could crack down on you and and either fine you or or cause you to you know uh, end the agreement with the tenant. So there's always some risk there, but it's a killer way to get started in investing and have income coming in because well you can talk about some of the benefits from a fi uh, financing perspective, but you can finance these with very little money down because it's uh, you know you're buying the property and living in it yourself. So I know you have I think this is how you started your investing journey was uh, with a mother-in-law apartments. So maybe uh, I'll let you take it from there. Yeah. So um, first of all, I think too, it's important always to look at your city code, like wherever you're buying a house, look at the code because city, different cities differ. And if you're not in Utah, then it's going to be a lot different for you depending on your city. So make sure that you guys research everything whenever you're thinking about buying a property. But I actually started with a mother-in-law apartment. I finally saved up enough money to buy a house after being a teacher for six months. And I only had $12,000. Um, and so I was like, okay, so obviously I have to buy something as my primary residence, which is fine because I need somewhere to live. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to look for duplexes. And so I started looking for duplexes. And at the time, this was in 20. 18, I think <laughs> at the time, um, duplexes were like 250 at the lowest. Um, 
Usually they were around like 300 and I was doing the numbers and I was like, I, okay, I can afford to buy this house, but it's not going to make any money. My goal was to have half of the place paying for everything. So I didn't have to, to live there. Now this is impossible in Utah, by the way. Um, so then I was like, okay, none of these work. They all need a ton of work. They're all like super crappy, like in horrible locations. I don't, I just don't like any of them. Um, and then I started looking for mother-in-law apartments and I found a house that had uh, upstairs and a separate entrance to a basement. It didn't really have a mother-in-law yet, but it needed a lot of work. So I was like, okay, I'll just do that and add one in there. Simple as that. And so I uh, fixed it all up. And then the upstairs, the upstairs unit, I fixed up first because I knew that once I fixed up the upstairs unit, I could make my payments and live downstairs and fix it up while I was living downstairs. And so I fixed up the upstairs unit. It was a four bed, two bath, and I put it up for rent. Um, at this, this house was in uh, kind of like a C class neighborhood, uh, maybe B minus neighborhood, and I put it up for rent compared to A plus neighborhoods because <laughs> I was like, why not? And I rented it for eighteen hundred dollars a month, um, and my mortgage payment on the house was twelve fifty a month. So. I was not only living for free, but I was making a little bit of money already. I was like, this is great. Like, <laughs> what could go wrong? And so I lived downstairs as I and fixed it up um, as I was living downstairs. And um, I, you know, was living in the dump, essentially. <laughs> I had to go to the gym to shower. <laughs> um, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Anyways, finally fixed it the downstairs. After I had done that, um, I then decided to repeat the process. I bought a duplex. This time I actually bought a legal duplex because I was taking a step up and um, moved into to half of it. So um, those of you who were watching, I just did quotation marks. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and then I moved and just repeated the process. And then I was finally able to buy a true investment property with 25% down. But when you're starting, it's like it's impossible to come up with 25% down. I always laughed. Like I always teased people around me. If you just give me a million dollars, I'll give it back to you within a couple of years. And um, it's true. Like you have to create money before you can really get started investing. And a great way to do that is by house hacking in a mother-in-law apartment. Um, you can even go as far as renting out each room, you know, and so there's so many different, different options. So. Yeah. And I would also add that, you know, if you're getting started with investing, maybe a little bit later, maybe you're married, maybe you have a, a child or two and a, a mother-in-law apartment um, is often a great option because you can live in what still feels like a single family home, right? And you can find a single family home that has a basement apartment with a separate entrance. And all of a sudden you're still living almost exactly the way you would if you were to buy your own home, but you have some supplemental income that's, uh, that's, that's helping to pay uh, the mortgage. In addition, I would say this, of all the investors that I've had an opportunity to work with, some very high net worth individuals, many of them started out their investment journey by buying a, 
a mother-in-law apartment or a duplex as their very first property before they bought a single family property for their own personal use. And that was such an eye-opener for me that uh, for me, with my boys, I will absolutely force them to buy a, a rental property with at least two units as their very first property, because I've seen what it will do to the trajectory of investors uh, if they start out that way. So I think it's a it's a fantastic way to get started, and it really will accelerate uh, the process of building up a, a portfolio of properties by starting with a um, mother-in-law or a duplex property. Yeah, that's great, David. And that goes to so many, so many people, especially my age, they want like a big fancy house right off the bat. And it's all about maxing out their debt to income ratio on their primary house so they can have something that impresses people. But I didn't buy my, a house to live in until I was at like 20 doors because it didn't make sense. Like it, I didn't want to spend money on a mortgage every month until my cash flow could pay for it so that I didn't have to worry about it. And that's a huge mistake a lot of people make. Sometimes you just have to, you have to live in a couple basements before, you know, if you want to make it in this business, you have to take baby steps up because if you don't, you're going to not be able to afford anything. If you max, if you buy a single family home, you're not going to be able to afford a duplex if you haven't prepared yourself properly. So anything to add, David? I don't think so. I think that's it. Awesome. Well, that's it for today. For more daily investing tips and real estate secrets, don't forget to visit breakfreerealestate.com and make sure to like, subscribe and share our podcast. We will see you tomorrow.